0: 2021. It's going to be a good year, mate. It's going to be a good year. Have you got any resolutions? I've already stormed the
1: Capitol building, so I had fun last night. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. Uh, no, resolutions. Last year, I got my tattoo done.
0: Yep, you did, yeah. You got you know, full no, sleeve now, haven't Fully inked.
1: Um, I can close that book down now. I'm not going to... People keep asking me are i going to get any more. The answer is no. Um, no! I just, I'm not going to... I said I'd do it, and I did it, and I'm really, really happy with it. Um, but I'm going to close that chapter down. I've got it quite late in life anyway, really, in terms of people doing them. Most people get them when they're quite young. yeah so, hell, yeah, mate. But I went until I was We aren't that old yet. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's usually impulsive. Well, I took a long time to
0: think about mine, to be honest. Uh,
1: but CBT, mate, really... Learn to ride a motorcycle and not die.
0: Yeah. I'd love to ride a motorbike, but I just I just don't trust myself. Like for those who don't know me, I'm so clumsy and I just would not trust myself to get on one of them. I'd love to, but <laughs> instant death for me, I think. One day, one day. How about you? Um, I mean I've got a be few like, be less of a cunt or Well yeah, obviously that, but you've got the usual ones as well, like, you know, Stop being such a fat sword and trying to lose some weight. But I say that every year. I've just got to come to terms with it now, and <laughs> I? Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm always going to have the old tyre ring, so I'll <laughs> at least, uh, you know, I'm used to that. Now, resolutions. Um, I guess, first of all, I'd want to maintain the running and improve my time. So, me and Tom have been running, um, you know, most of last year from the start of lockdown, really. And I just go I'd like to keep that up. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to get rocket and base set completed as well so last year I wanted to finish fossil and jungle that's done so gone to Pokemon already <laughs> and uh and next year well twenty twenty one this year I wanted to finish um rocket and base set so I started rocket already and then another goal for me was I wanted to establish myself properly. On eBay, as kind of a reseller and selling like well collectibles basically. So over the last few months, I've kind of pushed that up a few gears, and and this year I really want to push that. What's your eBay channel? So my eBay account is called Sam's Collectibles, and uh, on that, Tom, you've started eBay as well, haven't you?
1: Yeah. Well, as I say started. I'm. I've put together all the foundations, all the planning. But I plan on making a massive go of it. One, because I need to get rid of some stuff. I've got a lot of bulk cards. Yeah. But two, I've been watching a few channels on uh, how to make money, and obviously a second income is always good. Um, 100%. And eBay seems a pretty good way of doing that. 100%. uh, As we all know, cards are are rife. People love buying cards and reconnected during COVID with their, their old passion. So... I plan on sending a lot of cards.
0: Good, a lot. and is that like a, a mixture of cards, or like PSA cards and hollows and commons? And is it like gonna be like a whole suite almost of cards, or are you gonna focus yeah, on be one everything.
1: thing? Nah, it'd be everything. I mean, um, I've got a lot of dupes, a lot of duplications, and I've also got, I think, over fifteen hundred old Yu-Gi-Oh cards oh wow and um and so i'm gonna have, it'll be absolutely time consuming me putting them on ebay but once they're on there the hard bit's done Do you know what I mean? well, this is it
0: this is it i mean yeah the hard the hard part with selling on ebay is researching like how much the items are worth so obviously putting in a price that both fair to you so you make a profit but also fair to the the buyer so you've got to do your research and know how to price it. And then I guess the yeah. other time-consuming part is actually listing. And that is a real yeah. ball lake. It's worth it, but it's, it's real time-consuming. Can you, like, draft
1: them all up into a point where you just want to say publish? Can you draft up, like, 50 Yeah, each? you can. So
0: you can set any number of listings as, as a draft, and then you can, you know, make them live as well at, at any, at that any that time then. you like. So you, you can start working on it now, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I need to. like, and I, It's not going to be like half-eyed. It's going to be every... Because when I sell cards, and you might be the same, I want them to be as I would want them. Mm. So, like, if I'm getting a card, I want the person who I'm buying it from, in my head, I sort of... I want them to have the same values as me. So it'd be loads of good pictures of the card. They're worried about the corners. So you take pictures of the corners, the back, you know. I'm not going to be bigging them up. If they are mint condition, I'll say they're mint because mint to me is perfect and so if they're not perfect they're going to be near mint and I'm just going to list it all out like my personal view on what conditions I believe they are in what I define as a good condition I'm going to go the the full distance like because I feel like it I feel like it makes a difference to be honest in the long run no
0: it does that's a really good point actually I mean I know we've both said so many occasions where we've looked at a listing on eBay and the title was got oh near mint pristine and you look at the card, and it's like creased yeah, it's fucked. So it's like, yeah, I think that's so important. And that actually gets reflected in your feedback. So I've noticed mm. I've started to take a real kind of pride in how I package the cards, which yeah, yeah, we can get into that. But also the service that I provide and, you know how well they're wrapped and how timely they're posted. and It really makes a difference. And you see, once you get the good feedback rolling in, I know that if I'm buying something, I will look at someone's profile and I will see their feedback. And those kind of comments where someone says, oh, well packaged, rapid delivery, it does make a difference. It, it does make yeah. a difference. Yeah, for
1: sure. I mean, um, so yeah, like I said, I'm just putting down every single block of foundation I can mm. before I just say... because. Even things like we did the other day, like the business cards, right? Mm. And I thought about this, I thought, uh, you know, is it an investment that I'm going to get money back from? And 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 literally, it's going to be a yes because it makes a difference. Like, I've got cards from people that I think, actually, let's have a look into that store again. Let's have a look what he's got going for him. Like, I do do it. It is the extra mile. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, it, it sets you aside, it sets you aside from other people, and people will come back to you. Like you said, it's a yeah, it's a short-term investment in terms of money to get all this, you know, the equipment and the business cards and the correct envelopes and the top loaders and the ultra pro sleeves. And it's a small-term investment. Yeah. Long-term, when that person receives the card, they know that first of all, you describe the item accurately, but they also know that you sent it in a timely timely manner. It was packaged correctly. They can trust you, so they'll come back.
1: Yeah, it also looks like quite professional. This is it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like someone who's just gone to the loft and just shoving the cards out. I want to be that person who is, and same as you, like, you want to be identified as a seller, hmm. a reliable seller, like, not just a one off, you know, not a one trick pony. You want to be that person who's a good seller and a good point of, like, oh, let's see what they've updated today. You know, they've got any more cards going on there,
0: yeah. yes, they have. Let's have a quick look, you know. Exactly. There's such a big difference. I mean, I've received, as of you, you know, I've received the card where it's just literally loose in an envelope, and obviously it gets battered. Terrible. I mean, there have been a yeah. couple of times I got lucky and, you know, they weren't battered, but I don't know what goes through someone's mind when they just send a card loose in an envelope. Well, this is it. And um, and I, I always think to myself, if if people are
1: buying, it can be Yu Gi Oh! Pokemon cards or cards in general, if people are buying cards, then they care about cards. And when you care about cards enough, you care about condition of cards. So like, and these things, let's be honest, they're fragile, right? It doesn't take much to nip a, nip a card and like get a bit of whitening and stuff. It's like, shit, like, I'd rather, I, I I genuinely care about how they're packaged. And so it's important. Like I said, if, like you just said then, it's reflected. If if you care about the card, then they'll care about purchasing the card from you. And sometimes you see better looking can. Condition cards sometimes, but because you know the seller, it makes a difference. You go to the seller instead.
0: Yeah, no, that's that, that's really true, mate. That's really true. So, is it is it just going to be cards that you're selling, or are you going to look to branch off into anything else? It's collectibles in general, yeah. really. Okay, that's good. So,
1: like, um, and little things, you know, like there'll be there'll be stuff which I've had, um, knocking around for a while. But the main ninety nine percent of it will be cards. But there'll be stuff like coins on there. There'll be some. Um, games as well and DVDs and um, yeah all that sort of stuff Last one, hidden mate.
0: treasure UK See, hidden treasures it sounds I told Tom that sounds like a strip club <laughs> but it's a good name it's a good name hidden yeah, treasures bad, I like it I guess yeah it's it's going to be an interesting journey isn't it I mean I'm uh, I'm waiting on a lot of stuff to arrive so I've kind of started selling but the real kind of Progress isn't going to happen, I think, at least for another month or two. I'm waiting on a massive package to come from our good friend Arbox Den. That's coming from Australia. And I've got... Crikey. (laughs) Crikey! And I've got an even bigger order coming from Japan. um, From a company called Zen Market. So, hopefully, you know, within six to eight weeks, I'm going to have a bunch of Japanese... Booster boxes and packs and loads of rare singles and I'm I'm looking forward to it, mate. It's 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 a really cool hobby and also obviously you can make money from it, which <laughs> which is a good thing. I think it's important, like you said as well, to have that second stream of income. This is it.
1: This is it. In in today's world where no one knows what's around the corner, you've got to have, be able to have multiple layers. You know, and eBay is just one more layer you can rely on sometimes to get that extra bit of income. That and um, that and prostitution as well works well. <laughs> yeah. How's that going for you, by the way?
0: Yeah. bit bit dry at the moment. <laughs> it's drying up. So, uh, in terms of um, sewing on eBay, then, is there any kind of tips you would want to give to people that they are interested in starting out? and then to Yeah, watch buy out from for? Hidden Treasure UK. Buy from Hidden Treasure <laughs> UK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Uh, what, people who are starting out doing eBay? Yeah. It would be what I said earlier, probably, like... Um, be that if you want to receive a card in, in, in the nick that you do be that person to sell it like that as well like the same standards should be reflected in one's self before selling do you know what I mean like um, 100% it's that thing you know be treated how you want to treat others whatever the saying is it's like the same thing with eBay you know if you want a good card sell a good card you know and don't be one of those people that say like Sam said it's mint is it it's half a card it's been ripped <laughs> like don't don't be that that's what I'd say, like, more pictures the better as well, to be honest. And if it's a holofoil, take a picture of the holofoil, because people genuinely care if it's scratched up or not. Don't worry about being on. like, be honest, that's what I'd say, be honest.
0: Yeah, 100%, 100%. So uh, Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, first of all, definitely, like you said, be accurate with your listings. Um, that's obviously, I think that's the most important thing. Take loads of pictures, make sure the items have got a really good description. something else to think about is the fees because it's really easy to forget that side of things and as great as eBay is they are notorious for taking a hefty old chunk from the sale and combined with PayPal I think PayPal take 2.9% and eBay take 10% so before you've even posted the item you lose 12.9% so you sell something for 10 pounds eBay take twenty nine p, so PayPal take twenty nine p, and eBay take a pound before PayPal take their cut. So one pound twenty nine at that yeah. ten pound item is already gone. Then you've got to post it. So you got you got to factor all this into your price, and you know some people offer free postage. I, I tend to offer free postage. I think um,
1: one thing to like to avoid is being cliche. So like in your titles, like um ah super rare ultra mint like all that sort of stuff like emojis flying around the fucking like forget all that like don't be that don't be that person you know literally say how it is you know and not all of us have the perfect condition cards do you know what I mean but people are always people aren't looking for perfect condition all the time there'll be something out there for everyone people with a budget people who haven't got a budget all that sort of stuff so don't feel like if it's not ultra mint it won't sell it's not going to be the case
0: yeah that's actually a, a really really good point um Actually, I've got an example today, actually, from that. So, as well as Pokemon cards, you know, I'm selling collectibles. Um, so, everything from bloody thimbles to video games to all kinds of crap. And I've been flipping a lot of stuff that I've been getting from Facebook Marketplace. It's worked quite well. And one of the bundles I bought was a bundle of uh, Xbox One games. And i sold them all apart from one game. And this game, the disc, I didn't realise, the disc had some of the actual label... Ripped off. It played fine. It's been tested. It works fine. But the top of the disc, where it's got the logos and that, a little bit of that had come off. And straight away, that's that's not very desirable, is it? You'd think. No. It's old today. You know, I've got loads of pictures of the front of the disc. You can see everything that's wrong with it. The guy even sent me a message. Um, and, you know, we worked out a deal. And he bought it. And it, that's the kind of thing a lot of people would throw away. Like, People will buy anything within reason. <laughs> People will buy anything, and you can make money from. No, they anything. will. They will. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're honest, that's the important thing. Like Thomas said, yeah, be accurate w- with your listings. It's worse getting bad feedback. I mean, what, you you might have
1: yeah. sold a card that you wanted to get rid of, but you've received negative feedback almost, and it, it's going to impact further sales anyway. So what you're doing is you're doing yourself
0: a disjustice in a way. You're yeah. thinking of the short term. Think of the long term. <laughs> No, that's a really good point, mate. That is a really good point. Yeah, so, are there any other goals then? Any other targets you've got for the year? So, you, you, you've you got your eBay. You, you've you got your... Uh, my, de- my death row Your death motorcycle. row, yeah. Your motorcycle, your CBT. What else? Anything else you want to achieve in 2021? Get laid? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, what, cards-wise? In general, mate, yeah. Any Any, any big cards you're chasing? Any... Any goals? Oh, yeah. There's always cards I'm chasing. I'm always <laughs> chasing a card.
1: Do you know what would be good? be good if we got our PSA returns from last year. Oh, God, do So, we, we, me and Sam, um, we're keeping track of our very first PSA submission, which we did last July. Um, and... We keep joking around, like, yeah, you'll be here next month. God, it's going to take four months. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Six yeah, six months. Like, okay, it's going to take a year. No, no. It's getting to the point now it's going to take a year. And she's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So I would like to get my PSAs back, you know, within a timely manner. Give them back now! Back. Um Yeah, I mean, hold on a minute. Like, if I was told, like I said to you the other day, if we were told, "I thanks to the PSA submission, um, estimated time one year.
0: One year? They'd be like, What? It's shit, but I guess at least at least we would have known, whereas... Would you have sent them off, though, if you, if you knew a year? I would have sent off... I probably would have sent off more. So the, the problem is yeah. now, I've got a real dilemma. I, I want to get some PSA cards in stock on my store, but I've got a pile of about... It's, it's nearly 60 cards now that I want to send off. So, you know, that's going to cost me a fair old bit to get them graded, but it's it's a long-term investment. I'm really in two minds about... First of all, it. who I do it with, and also when I do it, because part of me thinks, you know, should I wait until PSA work through the backlog, you know, three four months time, mm. and then send them off? But then the other half of me thinks, well, send them off now because you're gonna have to wait that three four months anyway to get them sent. I'm really in. I'm really in a few minds. I was even looking at CGC and Beckett instead well, of PSA. You're not the only one because like.
1: I would have thought, now, I know, like, the unprecedented volumes going into PSA is like, you know, they, they didn't expect it. But it it should be now in PSA's interest to get this, like, to throw, to throw the kitchen sink at it. Basically, like, right, we need to get these cards graded, whatever it, it takes, overtime, everything, double the stuff. Because, like you said, other people are now looking to other ulterior motives to get their cards done because they want to... They want. They've, some people have got businesses. Some people have got passions. But they had a passion six months ago. I don't know if they've still got the passion now. You know, they're still waiting for their cards to be returned. Yeah. I would have thought PSA would have a and a genuine interest to throw everything they've got resource-wise at getting these cards out the door so they can continue. You know the service they're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean apparently, it's word through the grapevine. Apparently they have. Recruited more Net staff, fire. and they've put new put new procedures in place, and they are getting through the backlog apparently. But we've not had any updates, and you know it does beg the question: How long is it going to take? Because I've got more I want to send off, and um, i do You know, what? I think I might actually use CGC. I know Rbox Den um, is looking at send, sending off a big batch for CGC, so I might pick his brain and just get a bit more information and send off some of the less valuable ones to CGC. But yeah, wait and see. And you are seeing more on eBay of them now. You're seeing more and more CGC and yeah, like
1: because they're sort of they're making money. They're making money while PSA is sorting its shit out.
0: Well, well CGC sort of- they've been around for loads. They've been around for I think like 20 years nearly. That they've been grading comics for a very long time. And CGC, they are the staple for grading comic books. Like if you want it to get a comic book you want it sit graded by CGC they just spotted a gap in the market and branched into trading cards which is a really good idea but the problem yeah, is like people said, know mean, them for comics and not trading cards yeah. but you are starting to see
1: more of them like you said it's all in PSA's interest to get this backlog done as quickly as possible otherwise the competitors are going to be the ones benefiting
0: Yeah, yeah for sure actually I'm definitely going to look into CGC I'm definitely going to do that. Well, I've got comic books to send off for
1: CGC, so I'll send them well over. I won't send cards, but see, CGC. See, that's another collectible that sells really well. There's some really valuable comics. So the comics bit, I've only got about 20 comic books, and to be honest with you, the only reason I'd send them off is because where they've been around in my house for so many years, I don't want to get them worn. I just want to get them like in a nice condition so it would be for me to hold on to them in like their slabs and stuff Um, but I've never actually thought about getting into comic books and
0: reselling them they probably do quite well so I mean I used to be massively into comics I had a phase for a good few years um, and I really really got into it it just got so expensive like I was spending you got any more Spider-Man I was spending like £100 a week just on that week's comic books and it was at one point I had thousands of comics I cut right back, and I've just decided to keep my volume one of Uncanny X Men, which runs from like the seventies all the way up to the two thousands. So I've kept that. Um, I've got about I You're think, second. You're in first name terms with the shopkeeper, would not you? Hello, Sam. good old, Rich. What? Well, tell you what. Shout out to limited edition comics. It's Stevenage. Not that anyone's, you know, going to listen to this podcast, but shout out oh, to them because they are, you know, really cool guys, and they run a really good store. They sell a lot online now as well. Yeah. Um, they were a good store. Covid fucked them. <laughs> and then I left, so they had no revenue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just yeah, it got it got a bit too much for me, just because I am spending so much money and the big old things. And yeah, I still love them. Like I said, so I only collect Uncanny X Men now. Um, I think there's five hundred and forty-four issues in that run, and I've got three hundred and something. But you should see the size of the box in in the bedroom where all these comics are in. Honestly, massive, and it weighs a ton. Forget the gym; you, you could do, you, you could still work out. But just bench press that box. If you can, do, if you can do one bench press with that, mate, I'd be impressed. I wonder what. Uh, j- just going back to PSA, I wonder what would happen if they had a fire.
1: It'd be pretty bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's not like a, it's, it's not like a normal fire. It's people's possessions. That can bit. you imagine?
0: I mean, so that's probably just our luck. I think you get some kind of base insurance when you pay for grading, but no, our luck. Yeah that, that Third fire
1: down. and theft Someone sending their entire collection Years
0: in the making Gone up in smoke I've got some image now of some bloke in the kitchen Just like leaving some Something in the, the microwave For like a minute too long Then it starts smoking And he doesn't notice And then before you know it The old building burns down And Tom's Charizard Is no more That'd be the very top of the mountain
1: no, I mean like Fucking hell First edition Charizard up in flames. Thousands of copies. (laughs) Jesus. Well, thanks for listening to the SNT podcast. As always, make sure to subscribe and follow us. And we will see you next week. See you later.